everything that matters to us, we invest into it. That's the truth. So if you truly value your life, you invest into your life and primarily into your spirit and into your mind, into your personality. Nobody hands you life the way you want it. Nobody does it. You are the one who has to make it. You see? And life is not made by trying to fix every other external thing. Life is made by, first of all, working on you. Working on you. Investing into you. Polishing yourself. I hear what I'm saying. Polishing yourself. There are times I talk to the Lord, I talk to the and I always say, Polish me. Polish me to respect. That's what God wants. That's what the Lord does for us. See? One of the things the Lord of God does for you is to punish you. You see, your value remains the same, but it will not be seen or it will not be related to if it is in debt. You see, gold is still gold, even if it's in the mud. Yeah. And you can say, oh, no, nah, because of the... Praise God. So the value is the same, but then it's not punished. Praise God. That's how gold in its raw form is it has to also be refined you see so if you are always jumping about take me as i am i know my worth, and so on and so forth and you're not polishing yourself we will all know your worth while you are still at that place you see instead of hammering on you know your worth and ha- if you really know your worth then polish yourself praise god Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned, and God bless you. Praise God. Fear is often caused by ignorance of the unknown or the future. Amen. Amen. But notice this. Our God knows all things. And he is the beginning and the end. Praise God. So I said that fear is caused often by two major things. Ignorance of the unknown or fear of the future. Praise God. But when you observe closely, our God knows all things. And at the same time, he is the beginning and the end. Praise the Lord. So on the matter of ignorance of the unknown, he knows all. Are you saying this? He knows all. When you are trying to solve the problem of fear just coming as a result of ignorance of the unknown, remember that God knows all. So where you are lacking, because he's with you, there's no need for fear. Are you listening? Fear is not necessary. So on the matter of ignorance of the unknown, he knows all. And because he's with you, fear is not necessary. Amen? On the matter of the future, he is already in your tomorrow because he's the alpha and the omega hallelujah we are the ones who in time are going to meet 2022 god is already in 2022 we are the ones who in time are going to meet 2050 god is already in 2050 see we are the ones who were not in 1968 god is in 1968 are you getting me he is not bound by time He's not limited by time or space or matter. He's not bound by any of these things. So in the matter of fear of the future, he is already in your tomorrow. You see? And because of that, fear is not necessary. Praise God. So the awareness of the person, presence and attributes of God should be a fear destroyer in your life. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Alright, so that's that part that part that I wanted to I wanted it to be in your spirit. Amen. I believe we need to start making the devotional available, right? The article so that people can refer to it, you know, even after the service. Praise God. Because there are several devotional devotions we've read on Sundays that perhaps maybe during the week, if you had opportunity to read it again, it would have been a blessing to you. Praise God. So I think that we're going to start making it available. Um, the media team will work on something and then on Sundays, maybe they'll post it on the Instagram page that is after it has been read here or maybe, you know, just before so that when they are reading it here, you also get on the page, right? And reading along. What do you think? Oh, Powerful. Praise God. So I think from next week, we'll start doing that way. So Sunday's devotion will be posted there and then as it's being read here, you also follow the sequence on there. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. thank you, Lord Jesus. This month is a month of testimonies. It's a month of manifestation. It's a month of marvelous things. Praise God. And don't forget that restoration didn't end only in August. It is still ongoing. And you know, interestingly, from the first day of September, I've received testimonies day after day after day. Just yesterday, I received another testimony. Mighty testimony. On the first, I got a testimony. Second, third, fourth testimonies from day one. And these are just confirmations of what God already told us. I'm telling you, these testimonies, they vary from, um, from marriage to finance to family to deliverance to job i mean mind mind boggling testimonies and i hear them coming some people will call me and tell me some to text me and you know talk about them i'm like wow that's what you're saying he said it he's just doing what he said praise god and in this month make sure that you are expectant hallelujah and then you are given to what we are doing the best way to benefit from whatever God is doing somewhere is to be a part of what He's doing. You see, you you can't defy um, the directive given and then benefit from what is supposed to be benefited from by everybody who is following the directive. You understand? When God says, "Let us do this," so that this will happen. If you want that to happen, or you want to be a beneficiary of what is going to happen, then you'll be a part of the directive. Amen. For example. Salvation has been made available to everybody, right? Has made available the limitless, you know, possibilities and goodness of God has been available to everybody. But God says there's a directive to be a part of that. And it is by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you seeing this? So there's always a directive. There's always a directive. God brings you on the earth and puts a huge destiny and marvelous glory upon your life. And then you are prophesied to, you have dreams about it, visions about it, angels may even appear to you about it. But all of that is a revelation of all the things that God has in store for you. Now, from where you are today, where you are now, to whatever He has shown you or whatever He has prepared for you is contained in the directive. You see, it's containing what? The directive. Your obedience to the directive 
your compliance with the directive to get there. That is the part that a lot of people have issues with. Praise God. Hallelujah. How to get from here to there. Amen. And all of it is part of why God brings his word to us. Hallelujah. Yeah. How many of you have been listening to the messages? Raise your hand if you've been listening to the messages. No, raise it well, raise it well. Raise it in confidence. <laughs> well, that's for you, there's no way you can listen. Editor, editor chief. Let me see if you listen to the message. Raise your hand. So we are, we are afraid I'll ask you, when was the last time? Raise it, raise it, raise it well. Okay, this week, I'm going to be observing something. I'm going to be observing. So what message did you listen to recently? <laughs> what message did you listen to? I can come to you and ask you. So. Everybody is very steady now. Okay, so what message did you listen to recently? At five. How recent was it? No, 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 I said podcast. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Podcast is there. That's why I don't need to record it. Amen. Yeah. So, okay, so now when was, when did you listen to? When did you go on the podcast? Catching people's most Tuesday. Okay. That's good. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Now, you see, the reason is simple. It doesn't matter as much the abundance of the knowledge that. The Lord heaps on us in services. If we do not drive those insights into our spirits, into our minds, to become a part of our working personality, change will not happen. Listen attentively. God is not interested in trying to display the abundance of knowledge He has to you. I get it. So when He brings His word, that is why for thousands of years the Bible has never changed. No addition, no subtraction. He gave us what we need for now. And that's it. Is there more? Yes. But until this age is over, we will not go into those. Not because God, all God's word is finished with the Bible. No, there's a lot. But like I told you, he's not interested in trying to display how much revelation he has. I get it, me. He wants what he has revealed to you to become a part of your working personality. So if you hear the word and it's made available on there and you don't listen to it again, what will the, all the result is that because you don't listen to it again, you won't practice it. And because you don't practice it, the change it's supposed to effect in your life will not be seen. For the change to be effective, you have to act on it. And before you can act on, on it, you will have to be listening to it. Because every person acts on what they hear. Every person acts on what they hear consistently. Even if they didn't want to act on it, as long as they are hearing it consistently, they will act on it. And that's how the word of God works. I follow him. So those messages made available there are to produce a particular effect in your life that God is looking for. You see? And there are responsibilities to your life that are not God's responsibility. Are you listening? Every individual has to be deliberate about their success. Every person must be deliberate about their spiritual growth. Every person must be deliberate about their progress in God, with God, in life. So it's not something you do casually. You need to know what you are doing, right? Maybe you are waking up, you're on your way to work, podcast is playing in your car or playing in your earphones. Deliberately, instead of listening to Joy News or whatever place, uh, and, and before you, are, you get to work, hey, you have to be deliberate about this. 
Are you listening? Deliberate about what? About listening to the messages. Hallelujah. Praise God. And let nothing, you know, become an excuse tangible enough to prevent you from doing that. Many of you use your data for YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and so many other TikTok, Snapchat. Before you realize MTM is letting like you, your bundle is about to expire. Then you buy another some of you three CD. Some of you <laughs> some of you ten CD, twenty. Then you go back and then go and watch either funny face or somebody and laugh and laugh and after you after you are you are done laughing everything, you are back to square zero. Doctor, like, <laughs> and then when we ask you, say the Bible says laughter do you like medicine. So I brought one of happy birthday here now. I listen. Instead, use your invest your data right at least a good percent of it into loading these messages and then listening. I hear me. Nobody hands you life the way you want it. Nobody does it for you. You are the one who has to make it. You see, and life is not made by trying to fix every other external thing. Life is made by, first of all, working on you, working on you, investing into you, polishing yourself. I hear what I'm saying. Polishing yourself. There are times I talk to the Lord, I talk to the Holy Spirit, and I say, Holy Spirit, polish me, polish me to your spec. That's what God wants to do. That's what the Lord of God does for us. You see, one of the things the Lord of God does for you is to polish you. You see, your value remains the same, but it will not be seen or it will not be related to if it is in debt. You see, gold is still gold, even if it's in the mud. So the value is the same, but then it's not polished. Praise God. Yeah. That's how gold in its raw form is. It has to also be refined. You see, so if you are always jumping about, take me as I am, I know my worth. And so on and so forth and you're not polishing yourself we will all know your wealth while you are still at that place you see instead of hammering on you know your wealth and ha- if you really know your wealth then polish yourself very simple because nobody will buy an expensive shoe for a, a, you know an expensive price and leave it there to rot they will polish it they will clean it everything that matters to us we invest into it that's the truth so if you truly value your life you will invest into your life and primarily into your spirit and into your mind into your personality you see see a wonderful family but you don't have self-control you lack discipline it's a message a bad day part one to five you see you invest into yourself even your dress the dresses you wear you invest into it and all of you talking about to buy to to maintain it all of you here buy soap to wash your clothes and keep it in check it's investment right to maintain to keep it neat so you can wear it another time everything people value they invest into so if you truly value your life you'll invest into yourself you'll invest into you hallelujah praise god and there is no greater investment than investing god's word into you and acting on the same hallelujah praise god you see on wednesday i was saying i was sharing something 
with um, those who are in church. And I've seen some of you started, you know, after I mentioned it once or twice about Wednesday, some of you have started, you know, becoming consistent Wednesday. That's, that's good. That's good. Those who are here to comply, repent. The kingdom, the kingdom is, is at finger. Yeah, because one pastor said back in the day, Peter and Cole said the kingdom of God is at hand. So now it's at finger. <laughs> so repent, the kingdom of God is at finger. Hallelujah. And be in church. There's, I don't know Christianity, we are in church only on Sunday. No, no, no. Midweek, Sunday, at least. Some even are more than. But at least you have these two for now. Work with it. Praise God. So I'll show them on Wednesday how that the word of God comes to us for a reason. You see, it comes to us so that it will be made manifest in us. You get it? God wants to see his word reflecting in you. We are all predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son, to be like him in essence and in action. Are you getting me? Now, he is the embodiment of the word. The way God seeks our conformation, our transformation to happen is by our continual ingesting of this word and then our acting on the same. So when the word of God comes to you, it's supposed to be received, heard, and then acted upon. That's what the Bible says in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 27, 22 downwards. He speaks about being a doer of the word, not a hearer only. You see, he says that the one who only hears and doesn't do is deceiving themselves. In other words, there will be no change. There will be no transformation. But before the person can act on the word, they must first of all words, hear the word. So if you cut off the hearing, then you are not even going to even do in the first place. Do you not see the importance? Sir. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 All right. We've been on our series for some time now. I, I listened to the recent uploads that were done uh, two days ago. I was, I was like, wow, thank God blessing us with this information because every time i come to church to hear god you know to minister i'm also hearing the word i'm also being taught by the holy ghost hallelujah i don't finish the message and say, oh yeah you guys go and listen i also listen because there's there are things that god teaches in there that may be beyond me at the moment so i listen right i listen again listen again and apart from that too i also listen and i check right and i improve Praise God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. You don't some of you don't like to improve. You must always improve. You have to improve. When you get married, you have to improve. In every area. Don't be don't be dull. Don't be idle. Improve. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, don't come and complain that. Hallelujah. Alright. Yeah. It's a heavy message. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. You, you, this guy. When the lady met you, you were looking at least. You were okay. Book a crowd, a crowd. Worry, thirteen years in my life with four years in drama. Ah, it's a more program now. Or share guy from now. It's all who no nine years now. Put here. I'm sorry, Jim. Jim, you're my count here, but I do a idea, Jack. Kajim, Kajim, na idea, idea, idea. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, and there's some ladies too like that. You know, 
after a few, you know, uh, uh, it's okay. Honey, it can be very. kind of um. Amen. Yeah. Hmm. In your name, you say, Glory to God. Yeah. That's your proof. Don't become lazy. Hallelujah. I want to talk, man, but I'm just. Maybe I'll treat you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Last week we mentioned that words are deliverance or words bondage. Amen. Words are vessels for carrying the spirit and power of God or the spirit and power of the enemy. Words are vessels for carrying the spirit and power of God or the spirit and power of the enemy. Hallelujah. You have to understand that one other thing about spirits is that they travel on vibrations. And words are vibrations. You see? There are words that... Okay, let me show you the scripture. Okay? Let me show you the scripture. The book of Psalms. Let's go to the book of Psalms 103. Quickly. Quickly, 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 quickly. Are you there? Psalm 103, verse 20. Are you there? Yes, sir. Alright. It says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he says that angels hearken unto what? The voice of his word. So angels respond to, are, attract, sorry, are attracted to, are drawn to, and go in the direction of his word. The voice of what? His word. Are you getting this? The voice of what? His word. In realm of the spirit, all words have the spirits they attract. Angels respond and are attracted to and move to the voice of God's word. So in any man's life where his language, his words are in alignment with God's word, that man will always have angels drawn to him. Now the opposite is exactly true. There are words that if angels hearken to and act upon the voice of his word, then what beings will act on the voice that are words not of God? Demons and devils. I get what I'm saying. So the words that we communicate either invite angels to operate or invite demonic beings evil spirits to operate you see to operate and under this topic let me just mention this particular point let me mention also that words open doors to the realm of the spirit words open doors to the realm of the spirit words open doors to the realm of the spirit in key they say you know like when they say hum, they refer to spirits right and just like we've seen from the scriptures it's like wind you see it's like wind you don't see it but you can feel its effects that is how spirits are that's how spirits are you may not see them physically but you feel and notice their effects now have you observed that that is how words also are you may not see what i'm saying to you but you feel the effect of what i'm saying to you if somebody insults you didn't see kwasia written in the air but you felt the effects of what they said where in your emotions 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Because they are intertwined. And they are the things that open the doors to the realm of the spirit. You see? Fallen angels or demons, they move at the words that are spoken. So also angels move at the words that we speak. Bible said the angels, they hearken unto his voice. They, they, they move to do his bidding. So if that word of God gets into your mouth and you speak it, or it's in line with your, your language, your vocabulary, you have angels working and functioning on your behalf. Hebrews chapter 1. When I shared that testimony about how my wallet got stolen, but then miraculously appeared again after I gave commands in the of the Spirit, this is what I did. You see? This is what I did. And then angels acted upon those words, and then it was restored. From wherever the thief had gotten to, I'm sure he will even have had to attack wherever he gets to. <laughs> because wherever he got to that, now he checked and the wallet is not there. Hey! If he ever found out that the wallet ran back to my house, maybe he'll come and say, please, I want to give my life to Christ. That's what happened. You see, we are so powerful that we do not put our power to work. Instead, we are afraid of dwarfs. Yeah, because dwarfs are like the angels of the demonic realm. Cause a lot of havoc. They are very, very sweet. <laughs> very, very, very stubborn, very, very, very nasty guys. They can just shit in front of people's shop. Nobody will pass them by anything again. They are, also, they are also used as monitoring spirits. Monitoring people's lives. Stubborn, nasty creatures. Very demonic. Very troublesome. You see? And they are part of the people that steal people's money. <laughs> eh. Be careful over there. They still put money into Obo Oyeju Wapo is carbons with two days. Money being sent from the realm of the spirits from one place to another, then they will intercept. Instead of boom, then they go to somebody else. That is why I was telling you the other time that there is a warfare dimension of prosperity, of riches, where you, you need to stop some of these. Evil creatures from prison. They are, they are, they are, they are bad news. We have angels, but we hardly put them to work because we are always, many people are always saying no far. And you see, they have been trained that way. So it's their, it's their natural lifestyle. They speak wrong. They speak negative. They speak the situation. They never speak the higher language. See, we, we, many are so used to speaking on this regular plane of life. That is why many people's lives are regular and the way it is. Most people, a lot of Christians, their life is just by the mercies of God. That's why they're not dead. Or the mercies of God, that's why they are still thriving or doing whatever they're doing. But God doesn't want us to just live under mercies. He wants to come into His abundance of His love, His grace. The abundance of his, his, his personality. He wants us to come into the things that we deserve. Yeah. There are things that you have, you have been qualified to deserve because of Christ. There are things you have a right to. That's what God wants you to walk in. In your rights in Christ. But many are living under tender mercies. Because they don't talk well. 
they speak wrong they speak the devil's language they speak the world's language and those angels will not operate according to the language that is not of god angels will not operate according to those words they won't align themselves with words that are not the words of god one other thing that angels don't like at all is insubordination because of the example of lucifer that's not a topic today but that is why in first corinthians when paul was speaking about the covering of the head and everything he said that a woman should have power over her head because of the angels what has angels got to do with this but the reason is because they don't like to notice any kind of insubordination or irreverence or non-submission because they have a history so paul when teaching all of that about submission and everything he said because of the angels when angels identify you that you are non-submissive irreverent they pull away they have history they have seen it before today so when they notice luciferian seed trying to grow somewhere rebellion trying to grow somewhere they just pull away and a lot of times that's how we end up hearing certain on bad things or negative things that should have happened to a believer happening to them but david said before i was afflicted i went astray that's what david said before i was afflicted I went astray, astray where? From the word, from the right way. Are you getting this? That is for when we get on the topic of authority and submission. But in that same vein, they won't move according to words that are not in line with the word of God. So you may be weeping and saying all kinds of things and your angel will be there. Then the Lord will even be there watching and not move. They are not as sentimental as you think. That your tears can manipulate <laughs> the angel words. Oh, they function according to the word. You see, and there are different kinds of angels. When, when, I, when I went to minister last week, um, was it last week, right? At the, the the place I went to minister. When we were almost done with the service, I think we were, yeah, we were even done. But I took the microphone for one last thing. Whilst I gave the microphone to the prophet, I always have prophets. I went to minister after they were done. Whilst we were ministering, as I stood on the stage, I just looked back and then there was an angel standing there, quite a bit tall. And then he stood there, and then when I saw him, he just looked at me straight, his eyes opened like this. And I looked at him, he said, I'm here to give babies. They, 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 they speak a particular kind of way, you know. <laughs> Straightforward and, you know. So, I, I was there, I was there, you know, the babies with him, but he was very, very straightforward. There are different kinds of angels, so I tell you, I tell you, I tell you different kinds of angels it's very well there so he said i'm here to give babies and i turned and there's another one over there too i watched him because then i came back so i called in the crowd that if there's anybody there who's um who is looking for who's fruit of the womb for maybe themselves or somebody uh, anybody there they should let me know so one guy stood up and he said that he is standing there for three of his relatives they all need children they all need children and the angel was there to deliver according to the word of the lord you see so sometimes maybe before we prophesy and say there's somebody here this and this and that or so and so there's a behind the scenes going on spiritual i get what i'm saying sometimes eh? so that gentleman stood up then i ministered to him I told him to do something, you know, for the three ladies. And I even saw the gender of the children. Praise God. 
Which I didn't want to mention, but later I just mentioned it. Little bit. Praise God. The angel was there because most likely, maybe probably in the prayers of the people there, because it was something like a camp, there might have been an expectation for that. Right? Or God was there to meet the needs or expectations of, of people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so he was there, and then he was there to also act on the way. I get in me. They do not move in contradiction to the word of God. When we keep teaching you about words and about right language and about words that line up with the word of God, it is so that we can help you to work with your angels or to work with the spirit of God or to get your angels or the angels of God around you to work. I follow it. Yes, sir. You see, your business or the situation may not be changing or may not look like it's getting better. Don't succumb or come down to the level where now because it's in that particular way your your language has now changed no you see no 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 matter how angry you are if they put parasol in a glass and they put fountain in a glass you will never take the parasol in a glass no matter how sad you are if they pour uh, water from the gutter on the, on, the, on the table and then they pour uh, uh, champagne or whatever your favorite drink is on the other side no matter how sad you are you will not drink the water from the gutter stinking and smelling in your tears you <laughs> so regardless the circumstance in the same way don't succumb to wrong language don't succumb to words that will not allow the spirit of god to operate on your behalf regardless is somebody following me tonight today are you following because there is a spiritual dimension to these things our words open doors to the realm of the spirit you see there are spirit beings that you a man invites into his life invites into his business invites into his relationship by the words that he speaks it's like a door he has opened and when that door is opened the spirit that will come into that place is the spirit is in agreement or in similarity to the word that was spoken. Your relationship, and you're always saying, We can't make it. I don't know. We ever make it. The more you are saying those things, the more whatever influence wants to get close to you, saying, Eh? Yeah. And the weeds more. Two weeks time, something small happens. I don't know if we can make it. Eh? <laughs> then he's just waiting and popping his head like this. The more, before you know it, what would dissolve the relationship? <laughs> the child is in the spirit. <laughs> Before you know it, what would dissolve the relationship? Very, very little. Very little. Insignificant and something could have just been. Then it's, it's, it's off. Then it's off. Meanwhile, there are some people who are 17 years married or maybe have been in a relationship for three years now. Not yet married, and worse situations have come to them. But their language is that we are in this together, we are making it throughout, and that's their language, that's their communication. So there's the the, the right the spirits that are <laughs> the spirits that are in line with those kind of words attach themselves to these people. Too many of God's people make it easy for demonic forces to prevail already many the bible says that we are in an adversity you know we have an adversary who is out there trying to frustrate what god wants to do 
So already, even without speaking the wrong things, they are already trying to find a way to get to you. Then you just make it easy. Free access. And then now they just get in. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. Our words open doors to the realm of what? The spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The last thing about words for now, there are a lot that could go on and on. But last thing about it words for now, words build or break. I could go on and on about the connection between words and spirits, or the word, words and angels and words and demons a lot because it's a very, very serious thing that happens a lot of times. See, many of these demonic operations they start with your thoughts, but the end point is to get you to talk your thoughts. That's the end point. They want to you to they want to get you to the point where you are now talking your thoughts. You are now talking the wrong thoughts they are instilling in your mind. Listen, it could be in any area, any any sphere. Listen, when God tells us to walk in love, eh, it is one of our greatest securities. There are levels and realms you can you cannot even get to if you don't walk in love. There are prophecies you can can never prophesy if you're not walking in love. There are things in the future of people you can never see. If you're not working in love because we see into the future there are some things you need one of it is the holy spirit yeah. bible said he will show you things to come number two the mind of christ the mind of christ is the mind of love when bitterness comes in hazy for example a guy and a lady have been dating for two years then the guy now wants to ask god is she my wife <laughs> and so he goes into prayer probably even fasting praying everything your emotions <laughs> and what you are desiring are going to color whatever you are going to see. You should have asked before stepping into Because even after you've asked and confirmation has come, Christ, still crying on, it does not guarantee that it will. <laughs> so, three years, four years, you are now asking, Master, more They are not coming out now. Praise God. Yeah. You see? So, (laughs) at that point, your emotions, your choices, your preferences are already going to color, you know, what God may want to show you or let you see. You see? Or, if, let's say, (laughs) you don't like something, or if somebody has offended you, you have to pray for the person, or you want to prophesy the person's future or something, you don't take care. (laughs) I see you're about to die in the name. <laughs> no, you you will see. Yeah, you will see everything there. And let me tell you one thing here. When you find maybe that bitterness has crept into your heart or pain or unforgiveness is trying to crop in or it's becoming difficult, one of the ways what you need is for the love of God to flood your heart at that time. And one of the ways you do that is by blessing those people. Blessing them. Praying for them, blessing them from your heart. Because the moment you set yourself to bless somebody, the love of God rushes through your heart, flushes through. I noticed about myself in times past that when people did me bad or hurt me so much, and maybe I began to chat with them or something, I found myself just blessing them. And as I unconsciously was doing that, love was just bubbling in my heart. Bitterness could not stay, could not grow. And I, I do not allow those things to stay in my heart. It's too expensive for the anointing. There should never be somebody you hate. Never somebody you can't love or you hate. 
and I know 100% that there are certain things that certain people will do that my god my god <laughs> but don't become something else because of somebody's actions all right don't become something else praise god Hallelujah. are you here yes, say words. words say words, words. say words, words. words. welcome precious one the message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you and we're delighted about this ministering is reverend elijah pastor of christ glory ministries stay tuned and god bless you